welcome back to Untranslated Islam, uh, where we translate mat from materials that haven't been translated before. Ah! You're so haram. I want to tell y'all what's happening right now, but I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> We've been going back and forth for the past five, 10 minutes now, probably longer, about how to open up. And then this guy says, he swore to God that whatever he said that he's going to put on. And so he has to put this on. Okay. So really welcome back. Okay. Welcome back to untranslated Islam. And in our show, we try to translate from sources that haven't been translated and bring you benefits. Okay. So in this situation, or in this episode, we're going to be talking about the effects that Islamic benefits can have on both Muslims and non-Muslims alike. All right. And we're going to be using as our source material, the explanation of the Hadith of Abu Bakr's first uh, or first attempted migration. All right. So we're going to go straight in. Uh, so in this point, he says, and this is, of course, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Saleh once again. He said, so the next point is to know that there are some people, Muslim or non-Muslim, that when they hear these different truths or these different benefits, that they accept them and they are affected by them. All right. Let's start to explain. He says, so these women and children in this situation. So these were the women and children that were outside the wall of Abu Bakr's house listening to him recite the Quran. He said, these women and children who were not Muslims, they listened and they crowded upon themselves he says so they didn't just come and all individually listen they were so interested and affected that they piled on each other quietly of course so he wouldn't be so he wouldn't be distracted in order to listen and to look and see what's going on while Abu Bakr was making salat and reciting his Quran loudly all right so he says this is the reason why excuse me this is the reason why the narrator of the, of the hadith used this word and this word that he used was which is a word that I've never heard before, except for this I do. Uh, it says, Huh? Huh? He says, I can't because he only uses the word. He doesn't put it in the context. So that's the reason why it's, it's, I can't even. Huh? It's from the hadith, but the hadith is above. He just, when he's saying, it's a, it's a tongue twister. All right, so those who know Arabic, you know why this is hard. Because you have different wasn's or different measures of verbs, okay? This is one of the harder measures, okay? Because it's wasn number or, or measure number uh, six, I believe. It's me me measure, measure number six or seven, okay? Which is tafa'ala yatafa'alu. But for this is yataqadhafu, all right? So it's literally a tongue twister. But they say, yazid al mabna, yazid al ma'na. That the more letters that are included into the verb, the stronger the meaning, okay? So the difference between faqihu and yatafaqahu, for example, is 
that is a stronger meaning when you add more into the verb. But sometimes they become tongue twisters and it's just real. Okay, so those who know Arabic know. All right, so this yataqadhafu, yeah, I got it now. Yataqadhafu, okay, there it is. All right, so this means yazdahimun alayhi. Hatta yaskutu ba'dhuhum ala ba'dhin fayakadu yankasir. All right, so he said that this word or this verb means that they crowded around him and piled on each other to the point that um, when you pile something onto something else to the point that it can break that which is under it because you pile it on so heavy. This is what this verb means. All right. So he says, for So this is because of their hurts, their, 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 their intense want to be able to get close enough to be able to listen and hear what he's saying. All right. So let's continue on. Now, usually when I talk like this, I'll start to give different points from different places, but I want to try to keep this straight to the point. All right. But uh, there is an ayat in the Quran where the where Allah Jalla says that when in Surah the Jinn, that the jinns, when they heard the Prophet reciting the Quran, they did the same thing. That they they uh in Surah the Jinn. Uh uh, okay, so in the, in the tafsir of that, I remember very clearly, huh? Yeah, Alright, so I just remember when I read in the tafsir and Ibn Kathir that uh, he explained the same thing. That this meant that they piled on each other because they were so amazed by hearing the Prophet recite the Quran. So the point is, when you hear the word of God, when you hear the scripture, the people who've never heard that before, you'll see how they'll pile on. And then the amazing and richness of the Arabic language in the way that the Arabic and the Quran is, which is the top, then... They're coming and they're filling it and they're being affected by it, these women and these children. And in one of the narrations, it said the Nisa was Shabab, which is even deeper because it's the woman and then the teenagers or the young, young teenagers and the children. So everyone was affected by it, which is why the, the disbelievers or the chiefs of Quraysh wanted to keep them away from it. All right. So that's a point. How long have we been talking? Can we do one more point? Because we want to try to keep these to 20 minutes and less. Can we do one more point, you think? Okay, great. Al-ikhlas amilun. Ta'athir fi sami'in, which is similar to this. Okay, so we might as well cover both of these at the same time. So he said, the the, the next point is, is that the sincerity of the one who's doing an action will be will be felt by those who are receiving that action. All right. And it said in this situation, the sincerity of his speech or his recitation can be felt by those who are listening. All right. He said, and the insan, al Muslim. Okay. He said that the nature of anyone, but he's talking about in this situation, uh, uh, a Muslim, if he's speaking sincerely, but this can be for any situation. If they're speaking sincerely, then usually the people who are listening can feel, can feel it and can be affected by it. And they'll gather around in large gro- droves and crowds in order to listen and hear what that person is saying. What, what, Tajam, what, what, 
He says, so it's not like a situation where people gather just because it's some important event or something you're supposed to gather for. He said, but they're coming because of the effect that it's having on them. And so they come in droves in order to feel. So this is a, a, a feeling or a heart issue, he said. He said, في المناسبات كثيرة في الأرض يتظاهر يتظاهر آلاف مؤلف آلاف مؤلفة وعشرات آلاف just moving down scrolling down ويتأثر ويؤثر ويؤثر التأثير إنما يكون بناء على الصدق والإخلاص no 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 we jumped okay he said and sometimes you'll see let me say this again. يتظاهر آلاف مؤلفة وعشرات آلاف ومئات آلاف ويجتمعون بوسائل كثيرة من ترغيب وترهيب لكن من uh, من الذي يتأثر ويؤثر تأثير uh, التأثير إنما يكون بناء على الصدق والإخلاص He says so you'll see people for example when you see the Pope speak or when you see a president speak or when you see uh, some dignitary speak or something like that or someone famous you'll see Crowds of people come, but they might just come because it's an event to come to because it's somebody that's special. But how many times do you see someone speak and your heart is touched by it? And to be honest, it brings up a situation outside of Islam. When I saw Obama talking about when those children got killed and in, 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 in that shooting in America, the little kids. It's plenty of times teenagers get killed, but he started crying when he started talking about it. And he had been trying to keep his cool the whole time. But if you go look it up, he started crying and trying to wipe his tears because he was talking about all those little first graders or kindergartners, kindergartners that got killed in this situation. This dude just came and started killing kindergartners. And every time you listen to Obama, it's like, OK, are you just listen to the president? That time it's like, yo, we need to hear what he got to say. And your heart was connected. And that's outside of something spiritual. So imagine something spiritual. All right. So. فإن الصديق رضي الله عنه كان صاحب تأثير بصدقه وقلبه النقي في الآخرين حتى خشي الكفار على أولادهم وشبابهم which is what he said من أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه and this is why they said okay let me translate he says so in this situation Abu Bakr Siddiq he just he's just reading his Quran sincerely for his Lord. He doesn't even know anybody's listening. But the effects of his sincerity could be heard to the point because they could hear the pureness in his heart to the point that the people who weren't Muslim from the children and from the teenagers. And, you know, because teenagers, they don't come around stuff like that. They're busy having fun. Children might come around because they can feel the emotion. Women are coming around because they feel the emotion. Teenage boys are out having fun doing what they're doing. They ain't coming around listening to that. But they all were affected by that because of the sincerity that was in his voice. And that's the reason why the Kodesh, they knew the last point that we want to mention so that we can close things out um, and move on to our next hadith or our next point of benefit is that Abu Bakr, the Sheikh closes out by saying he had many special qualities, all right? He was a man, Rajulun Baka'a. He was a man who had a soft heart, and so his eyes would shed tears about things that affected his heart, all right? Uh, and this was from, from his strong, his, 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 his unique personality, his strong, his uh, unique, a uh, strong personality. His, this is one of his unique personality traits. Uh, and many people, but for especially even from the Muslims, they don't know about his personal traits and qualities very well. And they don't 
take the time to go and find out about these personal traits. And sometimes they know things about other people like Umar ibn Khattab, which was second in command, or, or Ali ibn Abi Talib, which was fourth. When we're talking about the Khulafa al-Rashidin or the righteous, the righteous caliphs, as we say. These were number two and number four in level. But they don't know a lot about Abu Bakr Siddiq. Even though Abu Bakr was literally the first number one in line after the Messenger himself. Okay? Uh, uh, so you it's upon us, especially as Muslims, to seek out and to find out more about this immense uh character in the in in islam and in general okay after all of the prophets and messengers he was number one as far as common people a sadiq that's the number one level you can have after a messenger all right so people that we know about like that is the for example maryam maryam the father the mother of of uh isa was sadiqah she was that level all right, uh, Siddiqa to Bintu Siddiq, which was Aisha, was also that level, but not many people reach this level. All right, so he continues on and he says, For Yambari, so you need to know more about who he was as a person. Okay, all right, all right, well, we just said, What well, 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 uh, uh, in the Quran it says it, that's why. He said, What well, Siddiqa, so that's the reason why they, they, they say the scholars say that that's on that level. But uh, yeah, no, it's definitely ikhtilaf about things like that. For example, like with Khidr, for example, like with her, for example, like with Ummi Musa, uh, because of the fact that she got uh, the mother of Musa of Moses, because of the fact that she got Wahi. They said, well, it says Wahi, but they said no, that Wahi was Ilham. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Right. Okay. Oh, no, no, this is good. You give him good points. Yes. All right. Okay. So, um, my brother, he's he's reminding, uh, uh, he's uh, bringing up the point that there are some people, or uh, there are some uh, uh, characters in Islam that there's a difference of opinion, the level that they were on. So he was bringing the point that that there are some scholars who say that the mother of Isa, which was Maryam. The mother of Jesus, which is Maryam, that she had the level like the level of prophet. And because of the fact that she would get very special, uh, uh, unique miracles that happened for her, like food coming to her um, outside of season, uh, just the way that got that Allah took care of her, the fact that Gabriel came to her and visited her. So it's different things that made them say that she's on the status like uh, like uh, the status of the prophets and messengers. And then others say, no, she's on the highest level after status after prophets and messengers, which would be Sadiq. And the ones who say that use the ayat in the Quran where, it's, where it's, Allah literally says, wa ummuhu Sadiqa. And the mother of Jesus was a Siddiqah. So whichever it is, the whole point is, is that this is highest level. The Prophet said about her, said many men reached level of success, but only few women in history have done it. And he mentioned the wife of, uh, of Pharaoh and mentioned her, uh, the mother of, of, of Jesus, and then mentioned uh, Khadija and mentioned Fatima. So they're of the top. All right. So continuing on, the point is, is, is that 
these illustrious characters and figures in, in scriptures, we need to be very familiar with them. And they're mentioned in scriptures. And then, of course, those people who are connected to them, we need to be very familiar with them because all the benefits that we get. That's the reason why we have companions. And even with Jesus, we had what? The Hawadiyin, which were the disciples, because these are immense characters that we should know what we can know about them. Uh, so let's continue on. He says, uh, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, okay. And the fact that this man has such a high level with the prophet, that the prophet will come to seek counsel with him and not just sometimes, but he will go over to his house twice every single day to talk and take counsel with him about things to do, especially in the beginning of, of the times of Islam, because that was the one that he felt the most comfortable with to go with up to about these affairs. So, this was a, a, a major character, the most major character in Islam, but people don't know a lot about them. And I attach to this. We know more, especially in this information stage, about these so-called superstars. You know about who their mothers, their fathers, where they were born, uh, uh, what they did in school, middle school, high school. And people don't go and seek out about these righteous people, whether it's Abu Bakr or under him. We as Muslims, we need to know those better than we know these so this is something and we're going to close out with this um he talks about you know the fact that he did make that uh, the the hijra the actual hijra or migration with him and how he was when he was with him how he was worried about him more than he was worried about himself how he was uh this way and that way and looking to make sure there was nobody enemies coming from behind him and in front of him and he was crying but crying not out of fear of being hurt himself but he didn't want anybody to bother the prophet sallallahu so the whole point is is that and we'll close out with this. It's imperative that you look up, and maybe we'll cover it on this channel, that you look up the the bio, quote unquote, of Abu Bakr Sadiq, and you get the benefits or the virtues, his virtues. And after the Prophet Sallallahu that's one of the best people that you can emulate or that you can carry yourself, or, you know, or, or, or that you can uh, take as an example, I should say. So, that's what I would give as advice closing out. And the key thing of all of this was that despite all of that, he was a man and a human just like anyone else. And when he and his family was put in danger, he was seeking to do things in order to correct that, which is what we're supposed to do as humans and as family, as, as adults or as parents. But at the same time, this his 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 virtue and his connection with the Prophet So we're going to close out with that. Uh, we encourage you guys to keep listening and get in touch like we said before with whoever it is that sponsors your podcast or from whatever form of social uh, platform that you're in touch with us or that you're listening to us and give us your questions, suggestions, advice, and keep in touch with us. Until next time, have a good evening. <laughs> فَمَنِ الَّذِي يَدْعُو